with the correct amount. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. Eberron Renewed, an actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. Welcome to another episode. As you all can tell, we are Sans Trevor slash Reynard, who's going to pick up his sweet new armor and get some intel on the dad sitch. So anyway, what happened last time? We had a really chill conversation. Further recriminations, dueling recriminations. Yep, everyone was really good at expressing their feelings and concerns. That's true. Uh, we made no progress with Kath or Sana, I don't think. Uh, in we, whatever, might have, in, we might have lost progress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we all left. <laughs> and then everyone left. Think, went home. Yep, I think Milo had one too many mornings embraces. I think, I think the first time to... Milo ordered that drink, it was one too many. Reynard, I think, hung around to talk to Nessa Moonshadow. Uh, oh, yeah. After you all left and her friend. So he's probably not on his way to get the armor. He's probably been kidnapped. <laughs> well, tune in when Trevor's schedule frees up and find out. So, <laughs> Trevor has time for us. <laughs> okay, so we're going to jump to the next morning where presumably uh, Eris is stirring a massive hangover I would imagine honestly if something wakes Eris up then it's probably the next morning otherwise it's sometime the next afternoon <laughs> yes yeah. Hob is stirring a massive bowl of oatmeal because he did not drink yeah Hob are you getting up to anything in the next morning you got a couple things on your plate but um, biggest two things would be the Reynard's dad situation, which you'd want to wait on Reynard to hear back yeah. from. I, and, I feel uh, like we could go handle that. We could go murder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I uh, be very narratively hard. satisfying for everyone. Um, <laughs> Reynard might prefer it. That way. <laughs> I think Bob um, understands that the Reynard thing is on hold until Reynard or Elderin, sure. for that matter, says something. Yeah. I think Hobbs biggest thing right now is making sure that his friends are, Dealing with last night appropriately. Particularly okay. Eris, since he took Milo home. <laughs> okay. and, I, and I assume he'll probably reach out to Eris about how things went. with. He hasn't talked about how things went with Harbin yet. Are we getting this Oracalcum? Are we floating this boat? So True, that's yep. what he's thinking about now. Yep. Okay. Milo, even after a night, just a, a tad excessive drinking, Milo didn't go crazy <laughs> or anything. Would Milo sleep in pretty hard or would still be with the internal clock still get him up in no he, he'd sleep a little he'd sleep a little late okay i don't What's think a little be late like to my mid-afternoon yeah. eh, probably mid-morning 10 10 yeah 9 okay. 10 o'clock somewhere no in there. more than okay. a week for sure <laughs> okay so what's milo's plans for the day 
still same stuff that I just mentioned to Jeff on my list plate of the Reynard stuff, but Reynard's kind of dealing with that. And then also the aura calcum, which you don't really have an update on yet. Do we, does Milo know what's going on with Reynard? Does he know Reynard's out of pocket? I wouldn't think he would. So I'm thinking maybe he would go see if, Milo wanted him to tag along to get some armor or something. Okay. So you're heading to Reynard's place? Yeah. <laughs> Why <Okay>. not? <laughs> Trevor's not here, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. But Milo, Milo doesn't, doesn't know. know, but Randy sure does. Wait, where's... Oh, crap. Trevor's not here. Um, so I don't know. I don't have anything else for Milo to do, really. Reynard leaving as you approach and he just leaves you off and says he's got it under control and he's fine. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Milo says, Milo's like, fine. Just be like sauna. I, I get Milo's just taking a walk basically and just happens to go by Reynard's to Okay. So he's just gonna take his little walk. Probably end okay. up at the four sales sooner or later. Yeah, you're, Milo's just strolling around Lower Memphis. That's right. Lost in his S- thoughts. Smart back smart. back alleys. Yep. Trusty road. Okay. <laughs> Milo, you're walking around, and you you see some familiar faces that kind of nod at you as you're walking about, and. Yeah, you don't really encounter anybody of note, just some familiar faces. If you end up at the four sales, then uh, they're doing breakfast right now. So a little bit of a rush as you walk. Do you enter the four sales? Do you head there? Yeah, no, yeah, I'll go in. It's pretty busy. It's not the busiest you've ever seen it, but it's definitely late breakfast brunch rush. Uh, Eberron doesn't have a 40-hour, five-day work week. People work when they want to, so they can go take brunch whenever they like, even if it's on a Wednesday. You see Ulfin rushing around the dining area. And after a beat, you realize Sana and Ace both are not here. So Ulfin's the only person in the four sales right now. Oh. And so Ulfin's rushing around. He sees you and just nods and Milo and rushes back to the back room to grab something. Yeah, so Milo follows him back there, says, thought about having a bite to eat, but I guess looks like you could use some help. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. If you could take those three plates to table four, that'd be awesome. And he Very rushes well. out the door. And yeah, Milo, what check to see how competent a server Milo is <laughs> during a brunch hey. run? Zero experience. In no, the- what are you talking no, no, about? No, no. Yeah, you ran, out, you ran keg bottoms. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Right. Yeah, how many tables were was Milo attending? I guess it was the family business, so Milo had to start somewhere. Sure. Give me a charm. How about charm? I take a charm check. What Give are my other a... choices? <laughs> you you present the options, and I'll tell you yes or no. Streetwise. I take streetwise. Coordination. Coordination would definitely be an option. Um, not sure if Milo wants that one. Uh, yeah. What do you want to do, Randy? I think the size. Uh, I think they're okay. both the same. Streetwise and Charm are both the same. Either yeah. one of those could do Arcana well, one? and summon a bunch of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's never gone wrong for Milo. Hey, we're not there. Let him do what he wants. 
Yeah, let, let's um, do let's do charm because that kind of makes sense running a business. So you want to okay be customers. Yeah, give me this. Is, we're just gonna say this is an average check. So two purple. Milo has some experience in this field though, so take a setback or a, a boost. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> and in, in fairness, Randy, we can't say that Keg Bottoms is a booming business, but it was. It was a pretty good business. Uh, there might have been a boom um, or two when it was on fire. Oh, you don't know what's in there. And I am going to flip a story point to say that Table Four is the really drunk, annoying brunch people that are very loud and <clears throat> abrasive and those drunk at a brunch <laughs> on wednesday hey so it's one red one purple i'm here from mimosa so Dude. anyway i was just at the show <laughs> it's just Harris. i don't eat pork so i need bacon no sausage i'm serious do you have that morning's embrace <laughs> all right randy roll away i did oh oh gosh <laughs> one failure two advantages so um, we're off to a grand start. I put $5 on the edge of the table. And every time you mess up, I'm going to take one away. <laughs> ah, ah. So because it was the upgraded die that kind of did you and Randy, as you're approaching with the tables or with the table, with the plates to the table, <laughs> one of them gestures wildly and knocks one of the plates out of your hand and goes scattering on the floor. And they like, uh, make a big uproar. You do have two advantage. What do you want to do with that? Uh, oh boy. You just the, dropped my omelet. The food lands accurately on the plate. No harm done. <laughs> yeah. With a little flip of his little quick little wrist, Milo just bingo. Got it. <laughs> what was that sound effect again, Randy? <laughs> I don't know. Dude. When Milo's on uh, his own, he's in an 8-bit video game. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't know. That... Now, wait. Did he sound like he was blaming me because he... Blaming Milo because it got hit? Like he's disgruntled and upset or he's... Oops, sorry. Yeah, they're annoyed. You dropped their food. Oh, boy. Idiot. <laughs> oh, hey. That's not how I ordered my omelet. <laughs> That's okay. scrambled on um, the floor. Milo makes. Oh, I'll eat it. It's I got it. Milo apologizes and says, "Get that next omelet right out." And the next omelet will be the best omelet he ever had in his life. It will make him happy. Okay, two advantage to make the patron happy in spite of Milo. Sure, experience. I don't know what else I could use it for. Yeah, but it was worth the wait, even though one got dropped. Okay. Based on your check, Milo, Brunch Rush doesn't go great with Milo assisting, <laughs> but Milo sure is trying his best. And people don't seem, they're not about to like flip tables and start a fight over the poor ish service. It's just yeah, one see, failure. It's yeah, not see, a boring, that, but. My other thought was like, the rest of brunch goes okay. That yeah. seemed too easy. So as you are, as Brunch Rush is starting to die down a little bit, people are starting to filter out. It's getting to be about 1130-ish to noon. You hear a loud noise from out in front, a rumbling sound, and it stops and Ace come rushing in through the doors like, oh, I'm so sorry. It was late night. I slept in. What do you need? And rumbling noise. Olfen just gestures to the back room and Ace walks by you. Hey, Milo, thanks for helping out. 
and uh, Ace rushes to the back. And then Ace starts grabbing plates and bussing and, and doing his normal gigs. You're freed up to... All right. So Milo's going to go up to Olfen and say, is Ace normally late? No, he sometimes disappears. He's getting better, but he's not the best worker I've ever had. No, he's later than normal, but... So... And Olfen just doesn't seem seem very affected. Yeah, okay. No concern. Like, this is something unusual and really out of the ordinary. Uh, Olfen, like, I'm, I don't know what that noise was before he walked in, but... Yes, I'm on my way to investigate that. Hmm. If it's anything that's going to burn down my restaurant, let me know. Certainly. <laughs> Milo goes to the window, looks outside, sees if he can see anything. Parked out in front of For Sales, a vehicle similar in shape to Hobbs without the sidecar, but the wood on the bottom, it looks very intentional, but it looks like it burns towards the bottom like it's really like good looking and then towards the bottom it looks like it's been driven over fire kind of thing no no oh. <laughs> he has a fiendish speeder bike it's <laughs> <laughs> his packed boon <laughs> oh, so oh, no. so... oh no I'm gonna have to think Ace is kind of cool <laughs> Oh man, his head his head wasn't on fire when he came in or anything. No, <laughs> no, he looked completely normal. Okay, he looked he looked exhausted. You could tell just from a passing glance he it he looked wrecked from a exhaustion standpoint. But yeah, that's what got front. All right, he's gonna go help Ace, and as he starts helping Ace, vehicle out front. Yours? Oh, yeah. I got it last night. Got a good deal on it. So I, the cab fees are getting ridiculous around Sharn, so I figured it's time to get something for myself. It doesn't really appear to be an inexpensive... It looked like it caught on fire. Like, it, it's not yeah. in the best shape. <laughs> yes. You can afford that Give bike, are you? It kind of wails when you drive it. Like... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why does um, your bike seem to be filled with a deep angst? <laughs> you can give me either a perception or streetwise check, Randy, against a one red, two purple difficulty. Amazing. <laughs> one red, two purple. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> seems like Ace got a good deal on a speeder bike, man. Yeah, it's half burned. Why wouldn't somebody take more money for it? I love it. Yeah. Uh, Zero success, one threat for those out in listening world. I have a proposition for the one threat, Randy, That, but it's a Milo agency thing. So you tell me if you're willing to accept this. If not, I will throw something else out there. Okay. One threat. Milo doesn't think this is worth mentioning to the others. <laughs> you know what? With Milo's <laughs> current state of mind, that could very well be true. He's upset yeah. about Sana and yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Now, Randy, Amazing. you have to uphold this. Like you can't just Nick. By um, the way. He's got a new car. Like, Were you going to say something, like, Philip? No, I'm just <laughs> enjoying this. Okay. So yeah. Ace just tells you, yeah, got a good deal. Obviously it's seen better days and just wanted something I could ride around town. Am I? Trying to find something maybe to muffle it. it seemed awful yeah. loud. Yeah, I think whatever 
propellant is exposed <laughs> to where it's really loud. And sometimes it flares up like fire will. I think it's a like fire elemental propelling it because sometimes it spurts out a little bit. But oh, it was cheap. Uh, so. be, be careful on that thing. Oh, yeah. I've ridden one before on one, but it's the same yes. thing. <laughs> I read the book. <laughs> Inspiration, Eric. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, I got to clean up some of these tables. We'll have Lunch Rush coming in like half hour. Yes, so. I'm going to hang around and, and help some. Okay, I got it at this point, Milo. If you want to head out. Uh, no, I'll I'll stay and help some. I might okay. grab a sandwich while I'm at it. Okay. And Ace goes about busting tables. Hob, yeah, what are man. you up to? Uh, so you're going to go check in on people. So are you headed to Highwall or are you going to call Eris? I probably would holler at Eris now because she's out just asking, hey, are you home? If she's out doing Aris, something. your communicator goes off at an obscenely early hour. Yeah, I'm waking you up. Sorry. <laughs> she turned it why? on silent. Why? What, what What do you mean, why? We tend to wake up and do things uh, the next why? day after we do things. Oh. Yeah, I thought you might be there. Hobbs never really just looked like, been like, so, Eris, how are you? Because <laughs> that's think... a Pandora's box you do not want to open. <laughs> I think he, tried, he says something like, oh, hey, listen, now that we've had the night to. No, it's Hob. It's Hob. I'm sorry. It's Hob. No, I'm Hob. You're Eris. Why? Look, I'll let you go back to sleep. I apologize. What's going on? The sun has arisen, and it's a new day, and that tends to be when I contact you to see what we're doing today. But today, I'm calling to say, are you all right? We fought a friend last night, and we've never... This is not what Hob sounds like. I don't know what's going on. We, where's your head at? Besides the pillow, please don't. No, I never made it that far. You didn't just fall once you got in the door, did you? No, we bottle quite a lot. Hurts. That's where my head is. It hurts a lot. Right. Do you want to meet for breakfast? I will okay. buy. We'll get something greasy in you. See if it'll fix you up a little bit. Sorry, you said that and... <clears throat> okay. Yes. All right, I'll come to you. And yeah. I'm going to go to the... Look, I'll meet you at the Soaring Spirits. Okay. Hob gets in his decidedly not burnt all to hell bike <laughs> and is going to drive over, fly over to the Soaring Spirits to buy... Breakfast for Eris, and he assumes Olive may also join. So he's will he he's got enough scratch in his pocket to go ahead yeah. and cover Olive as well. Yeah, Eris, as you come down the stairs, Olive is making some adjustments to. Well, the I think Eris climbed cars. off of the horrible, gross sofa that they found oh. in an alley. So yeah, you roll over and see Olive tinkering with the the arms, like, "Oh, good morning." Why are you not? How? Water, lots of water during the day helps you only drink calf and booze it seems like these days fine she's saying it playfully like in good yeah gestures. no yeah. Uh, eris is in the midst of pouring an enormous cup <laughs> of calf <laughs> from the machine how are you feeling this morning not well not well 
I feel in, my head is in a lot of unpleasantness. Mm. And I'll, she wants to have breakfast, and we're having breakfast for sales. Okay. Are you sure he didn't say soaring spirits, since that's right across the street from where we are, and he's headed this way? What did I say? You said for sales, which is Olfen's place in Loramenthus, where people are hunting. <sighs> I need to move that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Harbin said he was going to get you the Oracalcum, though, right? Yeah, he said it was in the middle of a lot of other things, and then our friend burst through the door and kidnapped some of his employees, so I'm not entirely sure whether he'll remember that, given how the evening went. You talked to him just last night, so give him at least a couple days, but... You can come for breakfast if you want to work, that's fine. Oh, I can take a break. Because my head's going to explode. She pulls the goggles up and takes the dragon shard out of its housing on the arms and sets it in a little case. She just affectionately taps it and says, be back, Cinder. And she shuts the case and turns. Yeah, can head out. Eris opens the door and then immediately pulls her goggles up over her eyes because the sun is right outside. Yeah. Oh, I think the garden opening is in a couple days. Need to plan for that. There's not a statue, is there? Have you been by? Why would who? Who would Raynard, there be? A... Raynard keeps. I don't know. Raynard Milo had a conversation with the gardener, whose name Durgoth. To, Durgoth. And I don't know. They're threatening me with a statue. Threatening me with? They've been menaced by a statue. Interesting. And as if on time as you all are exiting the cauldron, Durgoth in kind of a black pants and a black cloak carrying another, now carrying like a couple of clay pots under his arms. Not enough time for a statue. Sorry. And he keeps oh, <laughs> Thank you. I wonder if he does anything else, Olive says as he walks down the street. He's probably very good at that. Yeah. Breakfast? Yes. So yeah, you all walk into Soaring Spirits. Let's say it it took Eris long enough to build up momentum to where Hob is walking up as... At at least once while crossing the street, Eris inadvertently activates her mag boots and falls. (laughs) I was actually thinking, Hob was getting on the bike when he called Eris. I was thinking if he beats them there, he probably knows Eris' hangover... Probably, yeah. And maybe just ordered a couple of things and Olive can pick what she wants and he'll eat what he'll eat what he'll eat what's yeah. left over. That works. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, Eris, all of you walk in and Yorlin waves and gestures up to the second level. Hob uh, Hob beat you here, so he's got a spot up there saved for you. Eris's collar is up mm-hmm. vampire style and her head is down between her shoulders. She's got her mug of coffee and she just waves vaguely in the direction of any noises. <laughs> so that's the sight as Eris and Olive round the corner at the top of the stairs hob is Olive looking normal and perfectly pleasant and Eris looking like a vampire with a caffeine problem. Probably mm-hmm. part of her hair is like stuck just straight up from whichever side she slept on. Not unexpected at all. In fact, yeah, I know. Hob, hob saw her leave. <laughs> I think Hob gestures, slaps the table. There's a there is a spread on this table because Hob takes breakfast seriously. That's why he only eats a chicken at dinner is because he did all his eating at breakfast. <laughs> We've just never talked about it. 
how many how many fowl are a, a part of a, a, a good square breakfast for Hob? <laughs> Several. There's it's actually it's Hob it's prefers a turducken. Hob prefers a grouse <laughs> breakfast. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's just a lot of breakfast food. A lot of eggs, big yeah. bowl of eggs. Anyway, big bowl of eggs. And uh, yeah, he likes his food in bowls. I don't know. <laughs> That's never changed. And so he says, as they sit down, he says, We didn't really have a lot of opportunity to talk about everything that happened before we started fighting our friends last night. I'd love it if you could fill me in, even though the listener just heard you fill all of in, <laughs> about the orca. What is it? Mm-hmm. That's it. Orcas. I need orcas. Uh, Look, I know you don't feel good, but you don't have to make me not feel good. <laughs> I'm trying to make you better. <laughs> I bought all this food. No, you're stronger, so you'll be able to pull me up before I pull you down. Or a calcum is the metal I need. Harbin said a lot of things that I didn't. What? He's pretty mad. Right. Oh, he's mad at me. Huh? Yeah. He's pretty I mean, mad at me. I'm sorry to say I. I get it. I don't think he's right. But you can't blame the man. No, I don't. But so impo- you get it for me. Importantly, he's not right. He, We only acted in... Yeah, I'm just going to say, we only acted in defense against... In a cosmic sense. I hid it from him. Of course you did. It's not how he sees it. Right. I, we all think we want to know things. But sometimes it's genuinely better to not. I know. You're not the only person that hid that from him. If he wants to be mad at somebody, he can be mad at his father, but he's not going to be, and so he's chosen you. The grace that we can give our parents. And then he trails off because he remembers that we did just kill the closest thing Eric's had to a father figure of late, and said the point is gotten. <laughs> he said he did it. I don't know if he remembers because a masked vigilante broke in through the skylight and kidnapped some of his employees right after that. I so I bet he remembers. Last night we you didn't look great after you realized what we had done, who we'd been fighting, or however you want to say it. I'm trying to remember Hob would not have known if you two had a chance to talk, you and Sana. I think he was busy with Kath. Yeah, you were on the speeder bike with Kath. Yeah. So I think he'd be like, did you get a chance to, you know, talk to or hash any of that out? Or do we need to I deal tried. with it? And she didn't want to hear it. She's done with us. Wait, and I yelled at Kath. So she's probably done with us. Nah, she's not done with us. Hob doesn't know, but he's going to say that. What do you mean she's done with us? She's done. She's not doing this anymore. She's going to keep doing what she's been doing. What she's been doing. She's going to keep vigilanteing. Oh, sorry. I, I meant sauna. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Mm. Yeah, my bad. She's just taking a break from us. Maybe it's healthy. Maybe we all need that. I think perhaps she needs a break from her sister. I think that's definitely happening. No, I don't imagine she is. No, I know she's not, actually. We talked about it, too. No, I got that impression as well. Kath doesn't think she has anything to be sorry for. And we can disagree with her. And in a lot of ways, I do. 
nor you can judge revenge too harshly. But yes, the method, I agree, was scattershot. She's got someone. I'm sorry? She's got someone. She doesn't need revenge. It's not, it's not the only thing. She has Sona. She has family. She's hurting them with this. Yeah, she is. And that is a decision that we are not going to get to be a part of. But now, because she did that, now Sona's gone. Yes. I... Eris, I need you to tell me, are we going to... How long are we going to be upset about the actions of other people we had no control over and little influence on? It is... We can't continue. You all are the people that I have, and she broke that. Because we're not all she has, unfortunately. If you want to go... If you want to go you and me against the world... And me. Great, perfect. <laughs> it's simply not going to work. Because we have other people that count on us too. Sauna doesn't care about that right now. Sauna's deeply hurt and not thinking about us. And we can't expect her to. Kath is lost and not thinking about us. When I woke up this morning, the first person I thought about was you. I'm sorry you've lost them. Have some breakfast. Yeah. They might come back. And you got me and Olive. And I don't know, Milo's probably around here somewhere. <laughs> He'll catch up later. I, can't, I don't think I saw Reynard with Nessa, so he won't say anything about Reynard. That's probably best. Eris didn't really leave Reynard well yeah, either. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Eris. It hurts. I understand that. I'm hurt too. But I'm not going to let the fact that they hurt me today ruin the rest of my last night ruin my today because frankly we got too much work to do to get this boat to fly don't we don't have the materials yet yeah I know I was trying to say something to cheer you up I'll, I'll just eat now <laughs> he takes a big bite of oatmeal as a as a metaphor <laughs> this probably doesn't add anything to the conversation but Hob might observe that Cass gloves are t are in the big cargo pocket of her jacket. If you, I would have been there. I when was you there when the you bag. took them. Yeah. Oh, were you there when she? Okay. Bride. I couldn't remember yeah. where people departed from. And I don't think he would say anything about them today. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. You all, without any real issue, because they're not making an attempt to hide themselves, see a figure round the stairs, and Harbin carrying a case, and Harbin is in. It looks like best equivalent would be like a flight suit. Like it's a, like a one piece attaches up the like middle. Uh, suit. Yeah. But fancy, I guess, for lack of a better way to put it, with little bits of a metal accenting it. He's, hey, somebody sure. told me that Steampunk. you all were. Yeah. Somebody told me that you all would be here since I went by the cauldron and couldn't find you or went by your place and couldn't find you there. Here. Hmm? Says Eris slat who says Eris slightly defensively. <laughs> uh, there was a, a hobgoblin walking by, and I asked if he knew where the people who lived here were, and he just pointed at this building. So 
Uh, did, did, did he have dirt? No, big clay pot. We have plenty of food if you'd like something. Oh, I already ate, but thank you. And he sets the case on the table, and I think this is uh, what you've been waiting on me for. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to... Was everybody okay? Oh, after last night. Yeah, two people that got taken were recovered safely. Yeah, they're a little shaken up, but nothing terrible. And just some damage to the the building, the windows, but that won't be a problem to fix. Are okay. you all okay? Did anything happen to you all at the gala in the... I'm okay. So, okay. Face. You tell him what we did. You remind him that you're a good person who does good things for people. But he's not going to say anything. Um, he's hob. I have some other stuff to take care of today, but I wanted to make sure that I honored what I said. So there you go. And... And unless anybody's going to say anything to stop him, Harbin turns and sees the balcony that goes out like the patio. Oh, that's convenient. And walks over. And if you need anything else, just let me know. And he hits something on his wrist and a sore sled comes up and he hops onto it and takes off. What? That's not in the least bit ominous. <laughs> he puts on a helmet that no, um, that seemed very efficient of him. Olive says. Yep. And Hob goes, oh yeah, he's mad at you. I don't was I helpful, Hob. No, I'm really trying to be helpful. Have the Oracalcum so we can go save Ulfin's business and move it. Hob is wary of this briefcase. He doesn't know what this stuff is. He knows it's powerful enough to make a ship fly. Is that is it okay there? It's really close to the food. It's an alchemical component. It's or an artif- artificing component. It's fine. Until Artificial. We do, wait, wait, that doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Until Eris does her stuff to it, it's inert. Hub still leans forward and puts his forearm between his the plate and the briefcase. Okay. I like the idea that Hob would try to shield his food from radiation with his body. Hey, <laughs> my arm's not going inside of me. Yorlin approaches the table and says, Hey, I like the boot thing, super cool. Do not mind you doing it, but I really don't want our balcony to become an air dock. So could you tell your friend next time to not hop on a source sled from the second story of the building? That'd be... It probably... Probably won't come up. Okay. Well, okay. Now I feel bad. I'm going to go. I, yeah. It's fine. You're fine. Thanks for the food. It's all been great. Yeah. Okay. What is this uh, one? Come up with it on the spot, Eric. <laughs> that is, those are Chiron cakes. They're a recipe from back home. Oh, you just made that up. No, what? No. That's literally what, what I told him to do. <laughs> oh, they're, they're very good. Thank you. Thanks. Yerlin leaves you all. I think Hob does want to say to Eric. My mom used to make those. You just fry leftover. You fry last night's mashed potatoes on a griddle. Hob's got a ma- Who's complaining? <laughs> it sounds awesome. He says, I'm sorry that in one night you got hit by three people you care about. Ditching you. He's <laughs> While he's saying it, he's trying to think of a better word. But it just keeps coming out. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think it'll make you feel better, but I'm going to go ahead and say, I believe they'll come around. I really do. But I am sorry. Yeah, we'll see. So, do you need me for this quirky album thing, or? Maybe. There's heavy things. Oh. And wait, 
Do I have to carry it? <laughs> yeah, <'cause laughs> <it's heavy. laughs> yeah, Hob picks it up. Right. Are y'all heading to the four sales? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So, yeah, as timelines merging as Milo as you are, uh, wrapping up getting prepped for lunch rush, and Ace is eventually hitting a point where he's, I really appreciate your desire to help, but having to talk through the processes with you is making things a little bit longer than they would be if I was just doing that. But I, once again, I appreciate the help, but I think I've got it from here. That's fine. I think I'll go have me something to eat now. Great. And Ace goes back to work. And as you enter the dining area, the front door opens and behold, Eris, Hob, and sure, Olive. She has the arms. And Ygrick. Does Hob have to roll to notice the bike out front? Uh, Yeah. No, no, you all walked by it as you entered. Okay. I want to know what is what in the... I I want to roll Artifice. I want to know what is what with this bike because... I just this want to is know because it looks like it was half on fire. And as far as Eris knows, no one else has worked out to do this thing that she's done. Hobbs just looking at the Also, CCs, why would you baby? pick a fire elemental? Who's got the bigger motor? That's what I want to For know. For a wooden bike. <clears throat> so you're inspecting this with artifice. It's going to be. Yeah, this makes sense. One red, <laughs> two purple. None of this has ever made sense, Eric. It's not why we're here. Oh, you've broken the session, Philip. <laughs> Four successes, two advantage, one triumph, one despair. So they just cancel out, right? Yeah. I would like to use my four successes to negate the despair, and let's go. <laughs> Eris, you, what you know with the successes is, yeah, you can tell this bike is not, or this speeder bike is powered by something wholly different than what powers Tasha. This is not an elemental bound to a dragon shard put inside some kind of means of propulsion. As you try to examine to see exactly what it is, it seems to not be born out of artifice. It seems to extend into the realm of some other school of magic. But from what you can tell, it is very potent and very powerful. And... Is that to go so far as to say it doesn't look like somebody built this? It looks like somebody took an existing speeder bike and did something intense. So like the body looks built, but whatever engine is powering it, no, it does not look like it is a thing that has been built. There's no elemental. Oh, odd. There's nothing to power it. So it's just... Burn. I guess if you had a powerful enough, you could, with Arcana, you can shoot fire at someone. So presumably if you attach that to a thing and it shot fire and it was light enough, it would go forward. That seems very inefficient and dangerous, but... <coughs> Hob sure, hovers his sure. hand. First law of thermoarchanics. Hob hovers his hand about four inches above the seat to see whatever it's hot when he's riding it. That's all that I was wondering. <laughs> And if it looks faster than Hobbs. Uh, you feel a good amount of heat coming off the seat. Yeah, you do, Hobbs. Uh, it two advantage. looks faster than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? It definitely looks faster. It's not cooler or bigger. <laughs> it's not bigger. I bet Mike could out-tow it. That's all that really matters. When you think about it. <laughs> two advantage, Eris. <sighs> yeah. I could give you a bit more 
if you want uh, in terms of information about I mean it. I'm curious. I'm worried that too much information will compel me to do something, but I'm interested. <laughs> so sure, I would like more information. Sure. Okay. The markings, the like runes and sigils on the interior of the bike. So you're looking down where you expect the engine to be. And the inside of the wood is just lined with arcane markings. And you, through your work with the box that Olive used to summon Cinder and your work with Tasha and all this kind of stuff, that you can tell that these markings are drawing on, or the the magic originates from two planes. You see a mixture of planes of Fernia, Sea of Fire, and Donvi, which is perfect order, law, etc., I don't know what something from both fire and stringent laws would be, but yeah, that's what you can tell. That's really weird. I don't know why this works. You have a triumph. Yeah, (laughs) I have a triumph. Don't let Eric do it because he's already got a despair. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) I have an idea. So the only thing I've got is... For some reason, in the way that creativity works, in the weird ways of weird pathways of creativity, something about this has something about examining this this object, this piece of infernal artificing, has sparked something by which Eris has suddenly worked through a problem that she hadn't solved yet in the process for the process of moving the four sails. Uh, transferring into a free upgrade when the time comes to to begin making those checks. Sure, can do that. Okay, the despair will become relevant once you all talk to Olfen about moving the ship. Sure, so, sure. But <laughs> Olfen changed his mind. That's the whole despair. <laughs> all of this for nothing. Oh, well, <laughs> tough. You better change it back because this bad boy's about to float. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Now, after examining the bike. You all walk in and Milo, the fearsome foursome of Eris, Hob, Egric, and Olive enter the four sails. How huge bike is that? Uh, that uh, Ace bought it. <laughs> no, whose bike is that? Yeah, no. no, really, Ace said he saved his money, had enough money to buy some transportation. So yeah. he was tired of paying to come to work every day. It's... Huh. Really, his yeah, who bike. They, who they steal that from? Yeah, Hob laughs. He goes, "Hey, I bought mine too." <laughs> sure. I'm just telling you what he told me. Hob he, looks. I, at, it rumbled it, up this morning very loudly. And as soon park as it stopped, things outside the four sales. Like, yeah, Hob looks at Aerith and he's like, got a good look at that. Does the person Aerith, Ace clearly stole that from seem powerful enough to be a problem? If they have a bike like that, if they could make yeah, that, that thing. As far as I can tell, that thing is unique. I've never seen anything like it. Ace walks out with... Um, it's got a bunch of planar magic to it. Oh, It's really? more than... I did not yeah. go out and inspect it. I just... I was busy helping Olfen because Sana did not show up and Ace was late. Okay. I'm begging somebody to stop Eris. Uh, as soon as Ace enters, Eris turns on him and decides that her bad day is his. If you go stealing things, don't park them outside the sails. I didn't steal anything. What are you talking about? Hi, oh, nice to bike. see you too. The obviously stolen bike. Hey, okay, I, okay, hey, I not obviously bike, stolen, but Ace, pal. If okay, 
if you bought the bike, you bought it with stolen goods. These Hob has to have looked up how much the bike he stole is worth, so he knows these things are unbelievably expensive. Your bike, um, as I am loath to admit, nicer than mine, and mine costs more money than I've made since I've been in Shard. Listen, the guy was looking to get rid of it. He gave me a good deal. Like, it's half on fire. It got burned up. I Like... It's covered in Fernian runes. Okay. It's not on fire. It is fire. Hold on. I need to give these sliced limes and lemons to Ulfin behind the bar. And carries the containers as he's talking to you all. Why didn't you uh, slice them behind the bar? Because we keep them back there. All right. I'm going to have to talk with Ulfin about his workload. <laughs> <laughs> Ulfin says from behind there, I don't tell you how to punch people. Um, you don't know how to punch people. I know a thing or two about the hospitality That's industry. That's not true. He was a pirate. That's right. Okay, yeah. I'm a superior puncher. <laughs> and Ace sitting in the containers behind us. Listen, I, he wanted 25 gold for it. I've been working here for a bit. What? I had some money stashed up from before. Yeah, I bought it. Okay. From who? Okay, the, the person you bought it from obviously stole it from someone who was trying to kill him. For stealing it, and will now be trying to kill you. Can we? I, would you Andy be, made twenty five gold. I'm concerned for you, Ace. Genuinely, I think you might have been a party to someone offloading a cursed bike. I think maybe Eris should take a closer look at it. Would you be comfortable with that? I'm not saying you got tricked. You got the bike and you wanted it, but let's make sure it's safe and stuff. Somebody in this chain of events is lying. I don't know. It's not me. I'm just eating my sandwich. <laughs> no, no, just think you were lying to us, Milo. Sorry, pal. We kind of were obviously not lying to us. We jumped right on you there, didn't we? <laughs> and unless a check is being made, like Ace is going to say, "No, I don't want Eris looking at my." Listen, you all told me. Oh, I already did. You told me. He says, looking at Hob to stop doing what I was trying to do before, get an actual job and try to find a different skill. I do that. I start earning money. I go buy myself a vehicle. And now all of a sudden I'm getting the 20th degree from people who've told me to do this thing. And I don't know what your all's problem is. All right. Here's the thing. I'm not upset. You bought a bike. If it seems that way, I'm trying to make sure the bike, you didn't get screwed, pal. I was, Worried about the four sales. But I'm talking about me here. Here's my question. If I make it clear that if we don't make sure this bike is safe, he could get hurt, can that be coercion? You will get hurt, potentially, if you don't let us do this. <laughs> That's not changing. Because I'm not going to tell him, let us examine your bike or I'm going to punch you in the nose. That's ridiculous. I'm trying to make it seem like I care about the little twerp. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You can do it as coercion, but go ahead and take two setback die on the check in addition to the one red, one purple difficulty. This is against Ace's will power. Yeah. Or discipline. Let me look it up. I think discipline. Yeah. Because willpower is the attribute, not the... Yeah. The two setback is because in Ace's mind, Hob has not, at least to Ace's perspective, given two craps about him until things are finally starting to look up for Ace. And now all of a sudden, Hob wants to be a stick in the mud in his life. So that's where the two black 
are coming from. Is Ace is like, what is happening right now? Absolutely. And from Hoff's perspective, Hoff has only ever looked out for Ace. Not in a nurturing way, but in a, I'm trying to make sure you don't get your own self killed, you moron way. Uh, yeah. Okay, I am rolling. Two, one red, one purple, two black. Yes? Yeah. That is three success, a threat, a triumph, and a despair. No. End of episode. Thank you all so much for listening. We ran long on this recording again, so we're splitting it up into two episodes. But be sure to tune back in next week to see how things continue with the attempt to move the four sails alongside Reynard's attempt to deal with his dad problems. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation, you can head on over to our Discord, the link to which you can find on all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash thegeekpantheon, where there are lots of tabletop role-playing game videos for you to check out and consume. And uh, Philip and I are also on the Laughing Tree YouTube channel on the actual play Kyber Shards, uh, also set in Eberron, set in the city of Stormreach. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash thegeekpantheon. If you want to financially support the shows, you can do so over there, or you can buy some merch at thegeekpantheon.com. Thank you all so much for listening. I've been your Game Master, Eric, and we will see you next time. <laughs>